Good morning, everybody. Today, Bezat Hashem, we'll be learning Daphnon Zayn, Mesechus Yevamos. Andrew's pumped up. Andrew, you don't know how pumped up you are. I want to get you to promised land. If we get to Chuppah Psula, then that means that we've arrived at the promised land in Zayin Amad Bez. But first, we're behind the eight ball. Twelve lines up from the Mishnah on Nvav Amad Bez. Let's untangle this last thing, which was, we were talking about how do you get Malchus for this, uh, for, for this situation where you have the woman that was very unfortunate, she was married, Cohen, she was then violated, and then what would be the Isser of continuing to live with her if you were a Cohen, if one was a Cohen, continuing to live with her, unfortunately, would also then be Usser. In other words, his wife was Chas uh, V'Shalom, you know, violated, and then at that point, if he had been in Israel, they could continue to be married, but the Cohen cannot. It's a terrible thing. You know that um, acronym, Isha zonav echalala lo ikachu for kohanim. Rosh Tevos azulai. That's why azulai are kohanim. Just saying. There was some famous gadolim with the name azulai that said that they kohanim for that reason. Anyway, twelve lines up from the Mishnah. So in this particular case, the question really there was a detailed one, which is why you do you get malchus? Because after all, why is it a problem of malchus? It should be a lav habamiklala say, which is to say. For a uh, Isser say there is no Malchus. Malchus is very specific. You get Malchus, Minatora, for a Lav, Sheesh Bamaisa. So it has to be like, don't do this. But here, it's like, it's really learned out from an, infer- an inference that if the woman is Nispasa, then for an Israel, um, you're not Chayev, which is to say, if you're a Kohen, then even if she Nispasa, you are Chayev. But the Torah never said, explicitly, that it is a lav. So why are you chayev? So we had already explained one way of looking at it. Now we're at the Ikadamri. So the Gemara, Ikadamri, Amar Rabbah, Eishas Kohen Shenen, Sabala, Loki, Alam, Mishum Right, so before we said it's Mishum Zona, now we said Mishum Tuma. The bottom line is, we'll say it outside first, that there is a pre-existing lav. There's a pre-existing lav of Tuma that is in the language of Lota Asei. And it is really, that that pre-existing lav gets sort of like obscured in the case of but then when that is not applicable to you, you revert back to the original love, and that's why it's a love. And that's why you get Malka. So let's read it inside. Mishum Tuma in, Mishum Zona Lo. Right? So he would be Chayev because of Tuma, not because of Zona. The first, uh, before the Ikadami, he said it the other way around. Be that as it may, Alma Be'onis Lo Karina Be'zona. We see that in the case of, and this seems fair, Right, but even though we know halakhically it's not true that if it was unfortunately a violation, she was forced, so then it would not be Terizona. So Masar of Zaira, the Hilonis Pasa Asura, Hanis Pasa Muteris. Well, we said that if she's, right, Nis Pasa, that if she is forced, she's Muteris. Right, so Rav Zaira was saying that the Aishas Kohen is the one that is Asura, even if she is. Violated. And again, the conclusion of the Masa Verbizera, of Verbizera's question is that it should be a lava bamiklala say, that we learn it in the format not of a lav, but of a lava bamiklala say, and that should not get malchus. That's his question. So, Amaraba, as we said before, that Pasuk is in a, um, is in a format of lav. Right, this is, this one is, uh, in Devarim Chavtal. Lo yuchal ha'bala rishon ashe shelchal ashu lakachtal yot lo lisha achrei asher hutma'ah. So you see, 
Lo yuchal bala rishon. That's that's a love. Lo is one of these negative languages that 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 makes it a love. So that is in the language of love. So kshepart lachal katov gavi eshes yisrael. But he learns to be saw sura. So then, when you have this uh, thing that Reb calls a love, Rebbeiro say that's not really what it is. It's just saying that this iser of of right lo yuchal bala rishon. That iser of utma'a does not apply in a case of. Right, does not in an Israel it only applies if she is not coerced. But if she is coerced, she's not considered Hutma. Which is to say that in, in context you see that the Ashes coin, unfortunately, right, which is to say she does not get this dispensation of Sherlohutma, which is to say she reverts back to uh, the love, which is why the Ashes Cohen um, or the Baal of the Ashes Cohen, if he were to continue to live with her, would in fact get Malchus because he reverts back to the Asher Lo which is in the language of love, and that's why he gets Malchus. Okay, Andrew? So we brought you to the Mishnah, and now we're going to talk about a new topic. The Mishnah is going to talk about, well, a very related topic, in fact. We have been using Truma as a litmus test of when a Bia is consummated. Now we're going to talk about other cases where without leaving B.I. out of it, we're going to talk about Kiddushin. Are there uh, situations where you have a Kiddushin that is puzzled? The answer is yes. We know very famously that we have cases where Kohanim are not allowed to get married, right? What is that? A Grusha and Chalutza to regular Kohen or an Almanal Kohen Gadol. So, I'll tell you a fascinating idea. That let's say you had a woman, and this is kind of explaining the first Rashi in the Mishnah, if you had a woman that was a Bas Kohen, so she's been eating Truma her whole life, if she then gets married, everything's great, but then she gets divorced, okay, so she gets divorced, but she gets remarried. Very nice. That is okay, but what she is only ever used to eating Truma, so she wants to marry a Kohen, but she can't marry a Kohen. She has to marry Israel. What if she did marry a Kohen? She becomes puzzled to eat Truma. In other words what is called the Kiddushin Pesulin, right? Kiddushin that's not allowed. Those Kiddushin make you puzzle to eat Truma. So this is a girl that's been eating Truma her whole life. She's a Baskoin. But because she engaged in an heiress in Pesulin, she's no longer allowed to eat Truma. Oh. Question is, when does that Isra kick in? At Kiddushin or at Nisuin? So let's see. Says the Mishnah. So the Tanakhama says that at the Kiddushin, at the Erison stage, because those are Erison Pesulin, this is where Rashi explains that this is the Bas Kohen, right? We're talking about, what do you mean? Because otherwise we had already learned yesterday that a typical Bas Yisrael, right? She's so excited, she got engaged to a coin. She's a, she's, she can eat Truma really, really soon. But we already said that at Erison, she's not yet allowed to eat Truma. She has to wait till Nisuin to eat Truma. So who's this woman that's becoming puzzle to eat truma at the Arison? If she's a Bas Yisrael, she's not even yet allowed to eat truma. The answer is, Rashi explains, it's a Bas Kohen. She's been eating truma all her life. Tanakama says, at the Arison, she is no longer allowed to eat truma. That's what the first um, Rashi says. Mishashin itkachu le'elu kedusha avera nifzalam lechol betruma. Right? The way nasa im Bas Kohen he. There you go. So that's the Baskoin. So now that's the Tanakhama says that at the Kiddushin, this Baskoin is already not allowed to eat Truma. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, Machshirin. Rabbi Lazar and Shimon say, you only become possible at what? At the Nisuin stage. 
which the Mishnah now illustrates. So the Mishnah continues and says, so that's the Machlokas. Rebbe Lazar Shimon versus the Tanakama. Does the Spas Kohen become Pasal Truma at the Kiddushin or at the Nisuin? What does the Mishnah say? Let's say these women, right, that are not allowed to marry Kohen, right, let's say Grusha, if they are then afterwards widowed or divorced, then Mina Nisuin Pesulos, if they were divorced from Nisuin, they're disqualified at that point to marry a Kohen. Mina Erisin Kesheros. But if they were widowed or divorced only from a state of Erisin, so then they are fit for Kahuna. So this is a little bit more of a fine tune over here, right? As Rashi says at the, at the end of here, of Mayor says, Almana Lakoin Gadol, Alpha Bisha Kedushav Kedushin, Bikin Kaspohi, Lotech Albatruma Keshara Rusos. Um, because he uses the language, my time at the Mishtamerit, Levias Avera. And then he just points out, Rabbi Lazar of Shimon Machshirin. The issue that Rashi is pointing out over here is what is this section of the Mishnah going on? Is it part of the Machlokas uh, that we have? The, the simple understanding over here is that what kind of Grush are we talking about? Are we talking about, when we say, let's say, the first woman? So we'll keep it simple. We'll talk about a grusha, a divorced woman. So the machlokas and the Mishnah first is this regular divorced woman can no longer eat, right, truma if she's a shomeres bia savera, according to the Tanakama. Once, she's, once she has kiddushin, she can't eat truma. Uh, according to Rabbi Shimon, she it's until nisuin. The question is, this woman herself, was she megureshes from Nisuin, or was she Megureshes from Erison? So the Mishnah's Hemshech, it's unclear, and Rashi has uh, an opinion about this, it's unclear whether that is within the Shita of the of Lazar Shimon or the Shita of Rabbi Shimon and the Tanakam. I'm just pointing that out. But the point is that the Hemshech of the Mishnah, without getting too bogged down, is talking about that these women, if they were only Megureshes from Erison, they would be kshares. So, for example, you had a Bas Cohen that got, so to speak, engaged. She had Kiddushin, right? And then she had Kiddushin. Can she still marry a Cohen? That's interesting. That's an interesting question. Is a Cohen marry, allowed to marry? We know that a Cohen can't marry a Grusha. Can a Cohen marry a Grusha Meirison? Or is he only not allowed to marry a Grusha Minisuin? Okay? That is, right, uh, that, is, that is in itself. That, that's correct. That's correct. They are there. Well, the Mishnah makes it sound like they're not actual Grusos, right? Um, because then you'd be doubling, the, I mean, not whatever, you'd be increasing the subset of what Grusha actually Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. As Andrew says, you'd be increasing, you'd be more of a Chumr, increasing the subset of what a Grusha actually is, right? Um, so, so as, as the end of that Rashi says, it says, Rabbi Lazar, Shim Machshirim, that Kenyan Kaspohi, Right? Kiddushin is just a Kenyan Kesef, right? The question is, right, the real question is, why can't she eat Shruma? So, presumably she becomes a Chalala. Well, if it's because of Chalala, Harry calls man Chalala. If all he did was Kiddushin, then she's not considered a Chalala yet, and she is still allowed to eat Shruma. That is what, uh, that is what Rashi explains that. Anyway, okay, let's see the Gemara. Tanya, I'm a mayor. The mayor is going to make a straw man argument 
as follows. Tanya Amar Meir Kal V'Chomer Uma Kedusha Rishos Ein Machilin Kedusha Avera Kol Shekain. This is a wild question. We just said that Kedushin that there's a machlokis in our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says the Tanakama, which is really Rabbi Meir, right? Because Tam Mishnah is Rabbi Meir. So Tanakama says that Mina Erisin already Lo Yechlu Betruma. Right? If you had a apostle Kedushin, you already the Baskoin can't eat Truma. As opposed to Rabbi Lazar Shimon say that you have to have Nisuin to not eat Truma. So Alma Rabbi Meir in this Brisa a Cheshbin. But the Cheshbin doesn't make any sense. The, what the Cheshbin is, is in itself a fascinating question because Rashi gives the Pshat and then he says, Velibi Megam game, which you don't often see. He says, this doesn't sit well with me, this first Pshat. And he gives his second Pshat. So I'm going to give you the Pshat that does sit well with Rashi, okay? So what's the Pshat that sits well with Rashi? Uh, I, I, as follows. It's not going to sit well with us, but it does sit well with Rashi as follows. Remeir says that just like Kiddusha Rishus in Machilin, what's Kiddusha Rishus, says Rashi, the second shot? A regular case where a Ben Yisrael marries a Bas Yisrael. Nobody eats Truma, obviously, right? Because the Ben Yisrael was never allowed to eat Truma. The Bas Yisrael was never allowed to eat Truma. And that's Kiddusha Rishus. So in that case, nobody eats Truma, right? So the Kalva Chomer is, and that's a Kiddusha Rishus. There's nothing wrong with that wedding. It's just that they don't eat truma. Okay? Kavachomer, Kiddusha Avera, Lord Kolshikain. So Kiddushin that are a Asr, for example, a Bas Kohen that's Megureshes is actually going to now try to attempt to marry another, a second Kohen. That's Asr for her to do. So Lord Kolshikain, she shouldn't eat truma. So it's obviously a straw man argument, right? Because. The Bas Kohen and the Kohen, they've been eating Truma their whole lives. So what kind of Lakosha Kohen is it? That's what the Gemara is going to answer. But there's some sort of Brisa that at least according to this Lashon and Rashi tries to make it as if, oh, if you have a sanctioned marriage, you can't eat Truma between Israelim. So if you have an unsanctioned marriage, albeit among Kohanim, should you be able to eat Truma? Okay. That's an interesting Kalva uh, Chomer to which the Tanaim responded, Amr Lo, Lo. Right? Yeah, you're talking about Kiddush and Rishus where he's not eating Truma anyway. That's what it means. He's never, where is he going to go to eat Truma? He's in Israel, right? So, are you comparing that to Kiddush Avera by a Kohanim that can eat Truma in every other case except for when they have a Kiddush Psulin? How could you make a comparison of Israelim to, to Kohanim? With respect to truma, that's like comparing apples and oranges, right? The Israelim can never eat truma. <laughs> the Kohanim, yeshlem b'makom acher, which is to say, if they were to have a kosher wedding, right, somehow, right, if the woman married in Israel, um, or I guess, you know, the issue is really that she, she's in trouble because if she wants to get remarried as a grusha, she's going to have to marry Israel that can't eat truma, right? But the bottom line is that they're in the world of Truma. The Israelim aren't even in the world of Truma, and therefore it's not really a very clean Kalvachomer, right? Because you're taking a case where Truma isn't even Shaykh, and you're comparing it to a case where they've been eating Truma their whole lives. That's, that's the flow of that Kamara. Okay. So six lines up from the bottom of Rebbe Lazar and Yoshia. Right. Um, so Rebbe Lazar in our Mishnah had said that already once you do Kiddushin, you're going to be chayev. But now we're going to turn the tables, not to the Bas Kohen, 
but to a fascinating case of a Kohen, a male Kohen that becomes usher to, to marry. A different kind of Kiddush and Psulim. What's the case? Amar Lazar Amar Daka Kohen Shekidesh Bas Yisrael. As Rashi says, the last Rashi on Nvavim Beis, Mishtameris Labi Apsula Doraisahi. What's going on? Apsula Daka is a person who has had some uh, genital damage, okay? That person is sterile, and there's an Isser Doraisah. It says, Lo Yavo Bakal. Wow. Okay. What exactly biologically happened to him? We're going to say that he got damaged, okay? So this guy got damaged to the point where he's not allowed to get to to have any soon to get married. What is this iser? Well, the iser is lo, lo, that that he can't lo yavobakal. Okay. Now, that means that there's an iser, and if he in fact is a kohen, then that would be another example of a kedushin psulin because he has an iser to do so. Oh, so if, if he has an iser to do so, he should. Once he gets married, no longer be allowed to eat truma because after all, like we just described, we, once you are engaged in a puzzle marriage as a Kohen, you're no longer allowed to eat truma. Now the question is, at what stage does he, is he no longer allowed to eat truma, this psuadaka? Is it at the Kiddushin stage or at the or at the Nisuin stage? So the question, so, one would think that that might very much depend on our Mishnah. Our Mishnah had a machlokas between Reb Meir and Reb Lazar and Shimon, where Meir said that at Kiddushin already is Asr, and Reb Lazar and Shimon said at Kiddushin he's still mutter to eat truma. So what if you were a Petuadaka and you, and you did Kiddushin, so are you already not allowed to eat truma or not? Should that depend on our, our machlokas in the Mishnah? So, so uh, this is Reb Lazar according to Reb Roshia. To give you an idea of what a big gadol of Roshia is, Reb Yochanan, who's the biggest, who's the biggest gadol, the he used to ask Roshia his questions. So that's it's no slouch at all. So what did Roshia say? Oh, see, that's what we presumed. That that is related to our, that is exactly, you're going to determine whether the Kiddushan itself make him puzzle based on the Machlokas in the Mishnah that we had between Meir and the Tanakama and then Rabbi Lazar and Shimon on the other side. According to Rabbi Meir, who's the Tanakama of our Mishnah, who says that when she's to Mishnah Meir, which means that she's still in the Kiddushan stage, that at that point already of Kiddushan, she can no longer eat Truma. So Hanami here too, this Psuadaka Kohen, can no longer eat his Truma once he has experienced Kiddushan. Right, which is to say, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, who hold in our Mishnah that when all you are is a Mishtameris Labia, but you haven't done the Bia yet, right? At the stage of Kedushin, you could still eat. So, in that case, Hanami Achla, as we arrive at Nanzayin Aleph, this this woman too, the one who married the Psuadaka, could still eat Truma in the case where she has uh, only had Kedushin. So the Gemara asks, Mimai. Maybe the two cases are different. Maybe the Tsuadaka and the, and the Mishtameris, and like the Garusha, are two different cases. How so? Maybe Relazan of Shimon, who say that you can eat until the state of actual Nisuin, they're going to say that only to, they, they're only going to say that the woman who is a Garusha can eat Truma, right? Because remember, she's a Bas Kohen. Why? El Diyeshlo Hachil Bemakom Acher. Right, because in that case she can eat 
right? In that case, the man who married the Grusha could have eaten Cohen if he had married like an, uh, a single girl. He could have eaten Truma. Morning. How are you? Don't worry. We waited till now to get to Ninzayin um, of but I'm going to try to take you to the promised land. It's great, great to see you. Lo, but you could say in the case of a of a p'tuadaka, right? That coin he can't marry anyone, which is to say, There is no situation. He, he's really stuck. There's no situation where he can get married and also eat truma, right? It's quite the right. It's quite the conundrum. So I'll catch you up, Barry. The, the beginning of Nanzayin of Adal says, Hanami Achla. Right? So what was going on? Very, very simple. Just to, the Mishnah had a machlokas. At what point are you not allowed to eat truma when you have a Kiddushin Psulin? Is it at the point of Kiddushin or is it the point of Nisuin? Because, okay, at what point? That's a machlokas. Rabbi Meir holds that, let's say, a Kohen marries a Grusha, then she, and let's say she's a Baskoin. Coin marries a Baskoin Grusha. So the Baskoin, her whole life she was eating Truma. She was married to another coin, she was still eating Truma. But then she got divorced. Now she can't marry a coin. At some point, if she's going to want to get remarried, she's going to have to stop eating Truma because if she marries a Israel, she's going to have to stop eating Truma. She marries a coin, that's an Isser. She's not allowed to marry a coin. That's called the Kedushin Psulin. When you have a Kedushin Psulin, you're no longer allowed to eat Truma. Question is, at what point are you not allowed to eat truma? At the state of Kiddushin or at the state of Nisuin? So that's the machlokas that applies to a grusha. It's also a machlokas that applies in the other direction to a kurs shifcha. If a coin is a kurs shifcha, which means that he's damaged, um, and therefore lo yachol, right, there's an iser of lovo bekahal, right? So once he has that iser of lovo bekahal, he has a conundrum, which is where we just got to. What's his conundrum? He's usher to get married. His Kiddushin, by definition, any condition is a condition psulin. So if he gets married, he's no longer going to be allowed to eat truma. Now, there's, he's a coin. So if he doesn't get married, just because he's a psuodaka doesn't mean he can't eat truma. He could eat truma if he stays single. But now he has a conundrum. Getting married means he can no longer eat truma. Well, he really doesn't, shouldn't have that conundrum. He's not allowed to get married. <laughs> but the other question is, when he get, let's say he did get married anyway. So, well, we'll see. Maybe he could, according to some sheets, get married, but not to a regular... Uh, only to maybe a mamzer or maybe a ger. But the point is that if he wants to marry somebody other than a mamzer or a ger, he's going to be possible. That's going to be a kedushin psulin, and he's going to be possible to eat truma. The question is, Rabbi thought maybe this was the same machlokas, right? That just like our case, there's a machlokas between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Lazar about whether you become possible in the case of a grusha. Just like there, there's a machlokas, whether you become possible at Kiddushin or at Nisuin, maybe by the Ptuadaka, it would be the same machlokas, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Lazar, where Rabbi Meir would hold that Ptuadaka would become possible to eat truma at the Kiddushin, at the Nisuin stage, rather. And Rabbi Lazar would hold that, no, already at the, already at the, uh, Machshirin, right. So again, that Rabbi Meir would hold the Ptuadaka would become Asr at the Kiddushin stage already. And Rabbi Lazar would hold that he becomes Asr only at the Nisuin stage, right? That would be the Machlokas. And now we said, maybe that's not the case. Maybe the two cases are different. Because after all, the Ptuadaka can't get married to anyone, basically. We'll see. If you can get married to somebody, maybe you can make a comparison. But at this point in the Gemara, we assume he can't get married to anyone, which means there is no scenario where he can get married 
and still eat truma. So maybe at that, maybe there, we would think that what? Avahacha, the ain't lo. In other words, the Shimon would still, would, would agree with the mayor that in Kiddushin, that already, since there's nobody he can marry, then maybe there, we're going to be more machmer and say that already at the Kiddushin stage, he can't eat, he can't eat truma. Okay? So, okay. Maybe you're going to say, no, then in the case of Tzuadaka, he can. There is a recourse for him. Right? And again, if you're going to say that there is a scenario where the Tzuadaka can get married, so then maybe Roshia's comparison of the Grusha to the Tzuadaka is valid. And the same machlokas for Meir and Rebelazar that we have by Grusha would also apply to Tzuadaka. That would perhaps be... Uh, we, be, we may be able to still save this comparison that Roshia makes between our Mishnah and the Petsuodaka if we can find the case where Petsuodaka can, in fact, get married. So what would be the case? Says the Gemara. There are cases where you can get married. How so? He's allowed to marry Bas Gerim. Well, if you're going to say that, then Roshia himself, the same person, right, the same Gadol who's making this comparison, wasn't so sure about that. He wasn't sure about whether a mamzer can marry a basgerim, uh, whether a Ptuadaka can marry a basgerim. How so? See how great Raboshe was, Barry, that Rabyochanan, the Gadol and Eretz Yisrael, used to ask him his shilas. Right? You always wonder, like, who does, who, who does Rabbi Hopfer ask? <laughs> so this is Rabyochanan is going to Raboshe. And Raboshe didn't even tell him an answer. Raboshe didn't seem to know whether a basgerim, right? is allowed to marry Ptsuadaka. Well, if he didn't know, so then he would never have made the, com- the comparison. How so, right? Right, because we said the comparison's no good because the Ptsuadaka can't marry anyone. Well, if, if Roshia knew for sure that Ptsuadaka can marry someone, maybe the comparison's good. But he doesn't know for sure that he can. How so? So as follows. Two, two, two responses to the original question of whether the, the Grusha and the Ptsuadaka are actually comparable as follows. Itmar, Bayamar, Ho Machila below Yada. Right? That there is a case where Ptsuadaka can actually feed his wife, right, Truma, when he did not yet, right, take her in for Nisuin. That's what the Lo Yada. What's the case? Rav Amar, Hoel Machil, So Abai and Rava both came up with cases where, in fact, the Ptsuadaka can feed his, so to speak, wife, his significant other, right, Truma. Either it's a wife that he'd not yet marry, right? So we see that it sounds like Ptsuadaka can, in fact, after Arison, perhaps feed her still until, right? And then um, the, the case would be, right, that she got, let's say he got married before he was a Ptsuadaka and he's eating Truma, right? And then after becoming a Ptsuadaka, he no longer, he abstained from, right, from, from having beer with her. So that, is, that you could do. In other words, Ptuadaka, we were up until now, we're talking about a single Ptuadaka. He's really kind of stuck, right? But what if a person, Chas Vashon, became maimed when he's already married, right? He's a regular Cohen, married to a regular, you know, girl, and she's eating Truba at his house this whole time, and they're married, and it's wonderful. Then he, Chas Vashon, becomes a Ptuadaka. So what is he supposed to do at that point? So the, so the answer is, he could just abstain from her at that point and keep her eating truma in his house. So that is a situation where they're married and he's feeding her, okay? So that, so that's still, that makes it different than the Grusha. Or alternatively, he has, right, the Evid Kanani and the Shifcha, he's also feeding them truma. So there is a case 
where he's, where he's allowed to feed truma to others, which means that, it, that once there is, so then you can, in fact, sustain this comparison of the Ptuadaka to the Gurusha. Now the Gemara just wants to know why Abai and Rava had two different things. Why did one have the case of Ptuadaka, uh, who became Ptuadaka during the marriage, and Rava have the case of the Shifra? Abai, Lomar, Rava. Abai liked the case of the marriage because Kinyan de Ishus, Mekinyan de Ishus, Yeah. Because we're talking about marriage cases. What does this have to do with being able to feed your, your, your Eved Kanani? This is not a good comparison. Those two are not comparable. And Rava didn't like Abaye's case because, again, in Rava's case, you can acquire an Eved Kanani and feed him truma, right? Where, and therefore, that's similar to marrying a woman and then being able to feed her truma. Right, in terms of the stage, right? Can you bring somebody into the fold and feed them truma? In the case of a guy who, in the midst of his marriage, became a Ptua Daka Nebuch, so that guy, he, she was already feeding her truma, so of course the case is going to be different. So each one has their pluses and minuses. One is in the context of Ishus, and one is in the context of bringing somebody into the fold. And that, but be that as it may, both Rabbah and Abayah have a scenario where a Ptuadaka can feed somebody, and therefore, if he can feed somebody, then Raboshio's comparison of the Grusha to the Ptuadaka perhaps will stay alive. Okay. And Abayah, Shekvar Achla, Law Minan, Abayah, what would Abayah say? Why, in other words, what would he respond? Right? Each one had a good taina. So, one said that this is, Ishus makes more sense. The other one says, Shekvar Achla. So Abayah says, Shekvar Achla, Law Minan, Dilo Temahachi. Abayah said, um, what, what about Shekvar Achla, Lomrinan? Why did he, why was he not bothered by this question of the fact that they're already eating? Because he said, You're going to say it like this. We, what happens in a, in a regular case? A Bas Yisrael, right, marries the coin, and the coin, and, and the coin, and the Svansik dies, right? So the halacha is, she no longer can eat truma. She can only eat, Abbas Yisrael marries a coin, she gets a nice perk, she gets to eat truma, but only so long as she's married to the coin. The coin dies after 100 svansik, she can no longer eat truma. So what Abayah is saying is, you know, the reason why I said that she could, could eat truma is not because, oh, like, what do you think, every time a Abbas Yisrael marries a coin and gets to eat truma, she can eat truma forever because she was already in the habit of eating truma? That's not true. The most basic halacha with regards to Abbas Yisrael, who's married to a Kohen, eating truma is that she can only eat truma so long as she's married to him. And that fact that she was already eating truma never means that she's grandfathered in in perpetuity. It's always rely, it always stops somewhere, right? So therefore, it's not for that reason that I'm saying that she can continue to eat truma. I'm saying it because, not for because of Kfar Akhla, right? I'm saying it because of what, what I already said, that because of the fact that uh, a, a different mechanism that's in play, and therefore what Abaye is saying is that his case is more comparable to Grusha because it's not only because she's already been eating that she can continue eating, okay? And Rava says, Rava says, Hasam Paka Kinyane. He says, in the case of where the husband died, right, the, that, that it terminated, why? Because he no longer has a Kenyan on her, right? She's, she does no longer have any, right, relationship. But here, when you have a coin who's a Chris Shifcha, that relationship still remains, right? There's no, they can't have relations anymore. But their relationship, the Kenyan Kiddushin still remains. And therefore, uh, it's still because kind of the original Kenyan 
that she's still able to eat truma. And so they're having this little machlokas in the base matters here about how much of that case of the Kurs Shifcha is really comparable in terms of feeding, right? In the case where it becomes Kurs Shifcha in the middle of his marriage is comparable to the case of bringing in a Grusha and therefore are the cases actually comparable? Machlokis Abay and Rava in the base matters about what the mechanism of that Kurs Shifcha's wife eating Shruma is and whether it is in fact comparable. So that is a side Machlokis Abay and Rava about that comparison of Oshia. But now we're going to get back to the story. Rabbi Yochanan, the great Gadol, asked Rabbi Oshia, what is the status of Tua, Daka? And Rabbi Oshia wasn't sure. That's amazing. It's amazing Rabbi Yochanan asked him, and it's amazing that he didn't know. So uh, why are we so bold to something Rabbi Oshia didn't know we're going to try to figure out? Well, it's Yavamas, Andrew, so we're, we're trying to delve into the unknown. Here we go. Gufa. Let's talk about that story itself. Ba'amine Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Oshia. So Rabbi Yochanan, the great Gadol in Eretz Yisrael, goes to Rabbi Oshia and asks him the following question. The, the question posed, just to review, was, can the Ptuodaka, in fact, marry anybody? Right? We said, Lo Yovo Bakal. Well, is a Mamzer Kal? Are Gerim, the children of Gerim Kal? Maybe he can marry them. That was the question Rabbi Yochanan wanted to ask. You know, Rabosia is one of those things. Yeah, Ptuodaka came over to him. He says, can I marry anyone? Rabosia says, that's a really good question. Let me go ask Rabosia. And so that was the question. Ptuodaka coin should not Basgerim. Well, one way to tell is if he did, in fact, go ahead and marry a Basgerim, Maosha Yachilena Batruma. If the wedding is good, if the Kedushin is good, then he should be able to feed her Truma, right? If, it's a, if the Kedushin is puzzle, so then, if it's Be'isr, then he's not allowed to eat a truma. That would be the litmus test. Right? This truma has been the litmus test now for a couple of days. So, amazingly, Ishtik v'lo amar lo midi. The Roshia didn't answer him at all. He was silent. Wow. L'sof asa gavarabba achrina, just parenthetically, later on in the day, another gavarabba came. Uvamine milsa achrina. Then he asked another shayla, right? People, gadolim, are coming to ask shaylas of this great gadol Roshia. Upashidlai. And guess what? The second gadol, he answered, gave him a nice shot. Umanu, who was that second gadol? Let's take the mystery away, Reish Lakish. Wherever Rabbi Yochanan is, Reish Lakish can't be too far behind. So Rabbi Yochanan came and asked, Kasha's Rabbi Yosheh, Rabbi didn't answer. Reish Lakish came and Rabbi Yosheh answered him. Amalei Rabbi Yudan, the seal of Rabbi These are all the, heavy, the, all the heavy hitters, what the kids call the OGs, are, are all in attendance in this story. It's quite fascinating. So Amalei Rabbi Yudan, the seal of Rabbi Yudan, he asked Rabbi why did you not answer Rabbi Yochanan? And you did answer Reish Lakish. Do you not hold of Rabbi Yochanan? Is he not a great enough gadol for you that he's worthy of your attention and your answer? Amalei, Sir Roshia said to him, to cover me now in the latest picture. Yeah, it's not because of kavod. It's because I didn't know the answer. <laughs> I didn't know the answer. He stumped me. This had nothing to do with kavod. Of course, Rabbi Yochanan is the greatest. I just didn't know the answer, which is why I didn't answer him. Oh, so Leman. Now, now we're going to delve into why Rabbi Yosha was so stymied by Rabbi Yochanan's question. As follows. Because he had the following conundrum. Either Rabbi Yehuda, in other words, can he marry, can the coin Psuadaka marry uh, Bas Gerim? Well, either Rabbi Yehuda, ben b'kedushaseakai, ben la b'kedushaseakai, lo achla. If you hold like Rabbi Yehuda, we're going to soon see what Rabbi Yehuda holds, these are Gemaras in Kedushan Ayin Beis and Ayin Zayin. There's Gemaras. You know what? I'll say it outside first because it makes, uh, it may, it's going to otherwise be un- unyieldy. 
The question is, what's the status of Abbas Gerim? So Rabbi Yehuda holds that Abbas Gerim is a chal, is, is a chalal in Daf Ayin Zayin in Kedushin, right? Therefore, he's a chalal, then you can't feed him truma. However, ironically, he holds that, that Gerim, the children of Gerim are considered kahal. They are considered kahal. Right? After all, it's Gerim. Okay? So again, Rabbi Yehuda holds, if somebody converts and then has a child, so let's say you have a Jewish woman who has, and there's a non-Jewish father, the child is going to be kahal. It's going to be Jewish. We know that, right? That's Rabbi Yehuda's shita. However, with respect to Truma, it's always going to be called a, a halal. So Kohanim are not going to marry Gerim, uh, children of Gerim, of that kind of Gerim. In other words, Bas, okay? Kohanim are not going to marry chil- these children. Okay, that's Shita's Rabbi Yehuda. It's an ironic Shita because he holds his call, but he's a halal, okay? And the converse is Rabbi Yossi holds the other way, the ironic uh, Shita, that he says he's not call on the Ayn Bezin Kedushin, right? So the children, again, the father is not Jewish, the children is not considered Bakal. Which means that that's actually great for a Ptuadaka. Because his sister is Lachalava Bakal. So Ptuadaka can marry this person. That's great. And Rabbi Yossi happens to hold that he's not a Chalal. So what happens is, according to Rabbi Yehuda, he's Kal, and you can't marry him in the first place. Plus, he's Chalal, which you wouldn't be able to feed him even if you could marry him. So according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's a double trouble. According to Rabbi Yehuda, if Ptuadaka marry a coin, he's violating Isser Lachalava Bakal, and he's feeding a Chalal. So that's terrible. Obviously, you cannot marry this Bas Gerim, and you also can't feed her. So according to Rabbi Yehuda, there's no Shaila. And according to Rabbi Yossi, there's no Shaila that he could feed him because he's not Kahal, and therefore that's your, that's your workaround. Marry this Bas Gerim. And by the way, she's not a Chalal, so you can feed her Truma. It's perfect. This is the Gemara's way of saying, this is why Roboshia was stymied because... When would there even be? We can't figure out why Rabbi Yoshe was stymied. If he held like Rabbi Yehuda, it's horrible. It's double trouble. If he held like Rabbi, Rabbi Yoshea, it's it's perfect. It's a perfect solution. So now let's read that inside. Leman, right? When, what was the problem? Well, that whether the Psudaka, uh, what does it mean? What happens to Ptuadaka when he becomes damaged? Is he still have the status of, of sanctity, of, of Kedusha? Okay, well, whether he does or he doesn't, the wife that he married, this Bas Gerim, cannot eat Truma anyways. How so? As follows. Ibi Kedusha Seakai Lo Achla, the Amar Mar, Bas Ger Zachar, Kervas Chal Zakar. Which is to say like this. We, has, we have a question with regards to the Ptuadaka, whether he still retains his coin sanctity. So if he retains that sanctity, so then Bas Ger Zachar is like a Kavas Chal Zachar. That's what Rabbi Yehuda held in Kedushan Ein Zayin. And therefore, by virtue of that Shita, he cannot marry the, right, the Bas Gerim. And therefore, if you say that the that the Ptuadaka retains his Kedusha and he can't marry her because she's a Chalal and he can't feed her Truma. And even if you hold that Ptuadaka, and obviously this was something that was in limbo, that was very hard to determine. This Ptuadaka is a terrible injury, but should it have to affect his Kedusha as a coin? Well, if, even if it does, so then the, she's a Chalal, according to Behuda, but even if it doesn't, Right, so you say, okay, so he's no longer be kedusha so he doesn't have the problem. Still, kai lo achla darmin and kal gerim ikri kal. Right, because 
If he's not Bikdusha Seah, so then the Ptua Daka uh, is still has the Isser of Lo Yavo Bakal. And after all, the Shita, the Rebuta had in Dafayin Beis, was a Kal Geir Mikri Kal. And the Geir is still called a Kahal. And the Ptudaka therefore can't marry her anyway, which would make it a marriage psulin. So according to Behuda, there is no scenario, no matter what, and obviously this was something that was in real question, whether a Ptudaka retains his level of Kedusha. But if he retains his level of Kedusha, she's a Chalal. And if he doesn't retain his level of Kedusha, and he's a Ptudaka, then she still has the Isra of Loyava Bakal. So either way, it's a Kedushan psulin, and he should not be able to feed her term according to Rabbi Yehuda. Uh, the converse, Levi either Rabbi Yossi. Whether the Ptudaka retains his Kedusha or not, he could still feed this Bas, uh, this Bas Gerim that he just married. How so? If the Ptudaka retains his Kedusha, he can feed this new Bas Gerim bride because we say that the Shita of Rabbi Yossi is that she is Kasher Lekahuna, right? She's not a Chalo. And and if he's a Ptua Daka that has the Isra of Lo Yavah Bakal, then the Ha'amar Kal, Gerim Lo Kal. Rabbi Yossi had, right, this, um, this again, ironic Shita in, in uh, Kedushan Dafayin Beis, that the Kal Gerim is not called a Kal. So, right, the irony is that she's not called a Kal, but she, and she's also not called a Chalo, right? <laughs> and, right, so that is, Actually, a scenario where either way he can feed her because she's not a halal, but she's not considered part of the kal. So he doesn't have an isra of loyava bakal. He can marry her even if she doesn't have kedushin, and he can feed her truma because she does because she's not a halal. So according to Yosi, this guy has alamilas, and that's the perfect answer for the suadaka. According to Yehuda, it's obvious that this is not going to work. So the question is, what was Rabbi Yochanan's problem? He's asking, right? He's asking Ravoshia. What's the din? Rabbi Yochanan should have known. Well, it's a straight up machlokas Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Yossi. Why is he in such limbo? Why is there such a conundrum from him? So says the Gemara, No, there's a third shita. That's why Rabbi Yochanan was confused. And that's why Rabbi was so stymied. Because there's a third shita. You have to look at Bikurim, the first parak, or also just continue in the Mishnah 9 Zion in, in Kedushan, you'll see the following Mishnah. It's the third sheet of Rebbelezer bin Yaakov that a Basgerim can't marry a coin unless her mother is Jewish. We said, wait a minute, why does it help that her mother is Jewish? Because we say, the fact that the mother is Jewish, right, so we're talking about Gerim. Okay? So there's different kinds of Gerim, right? There's Gerim where both Mommy and daddy are converts, or there's one where the mom is Jewish and the, the, the tati is a ger. So in that case, in the case where the mom was already, uh, right, an FBB, so FFB rather, so kashus mitufsaba, she has an extra kashus. Why? Because she's not considered a chalal, and therefore ve'achla. That's one possibility. Odilma kedusha mitufsaba, velo achla. Kashus mitufsaba means kashus versus kedusha. In other words, if all she adds on by having a Jewish mother is a state of not being a halal, that's called chashras. And therefore, she can eat truma because she's not a halal. But if she gets uh, actual kedusha, so with not being a halal comes a price that you're actually considered a kal. 
And therefore, the Psyodaka would not be able to marry her, right? Or Dilma Kedushim Tifsa Bava Loachla. And therefore, he would not be able to eat. So Tashma, Kiyasa Rirachah Rachin and Midroma, when Rirachah Rachin came from the south, also the Aisi must need to be a day, he came with the following Brysa in hand. Minayan the Psyodaka, according to Shinasabas Gerim, how do we know the Psyodaka that marries the daughter of Gerim, Shemachila Betruma? He can't feed her Truma. Shnemar Vachoin, Kiyikna Nefesh Kinyan Kaspo Yochal Bo. The Pasuk actually says that when a coin, right, is going to acquire, right, uh, it's considered a Kenyan Kaspo, he can eat it, which makes it sound like uh, once he has that Kenyan, he can actually eat it in any case of acquisition. So the Gemara is going to say, Laman, according to who is he saying this? So, we already said that according to Behuda, there is no scenario, no matter how you play it, where the Tzuadaka can actually have this Kenyan Kesef and, and can um, feed his, his uh, Kedusha, right? Feed his Arusa. So it can't be that Rabbi Yachab brought this Brisa in the name of Rabbi Yehuda. And if it's according to Rabbi Yossi, it's so obvious that the coin can feed his Arusa, the Ptuadak can feed his Arusa, you don't even need this extra Pasuk. Right? You don't need, there's nothing, there's no, right, conundrum to, to resolve here. It's obvious that you can feed her, right? You can feed her regardless. Oh, so now we see, the Lazarus Yaakov really was unsure whether it was what? Kashas Mitufsuba or Kedusha Mitufsuba. And it is that which the Pasuk tries to tell you, tries to resolve according to this Brisa. And it's that resolution that solved this big conundrum. Yochanan wasn't sure. Rebosheer wasn't sure. But Ravach Abrachinan brought from the south this jewel, this brysa that resolved it as follows. Elalav lor Belezman Yaakov. This resolved the issue of Belezman Yaakov. Ushmamina, kashrasi tufsa And by the Pasuk of saying, v'choin ki yikna nefesh, kinyan kaspo, means that in fact, kashras, that she gets, she's no longer a chalal, but she's not yet kahal. She doesn't have full kedusha, and therefore Psuadaka should be able to marry the basgeir and should be able to feed her truma. We have two minutes. Shmamina, we learned from the brayso that it's okay. Last line. Itma Rav Amar. Look at this, Andrew. We turn to Nuzayin Amud Beis and look at that daylight. The question is, and what we'll be discussing tomorrow was a chupa for psulim. Does can you have a chupa for psulus? Yes, chupa lepsulus. Ushmuel Amar ain chupa lepsulus. Is there such a thing? Is there a legal significance? Up until now, we're talking about erisin, and we talked about nisuin. The question is, what about chupa? Chupa itself, does it accomplish? I mean, like actual chupa, does it accomplish anything? So Amar Shmuel, Amodali Abba. Abba is how Shmuel referred to Rav as a respect. Obviously, if she's less, uh, three years and a day is considered the youngest where bia means anything at all. And since ain labia ain lachupa, so Amarava Afanan Nami Tinin the Bashal Shani Biomechan Mis Kadeshis Bibia. The question is, can you make a Kedushin Bibia? So it's a crazy thing. But once she's three, once Bia means something at three in a day, so then she could be Mikudish Bibia, Vimbala Yavam Kana, and all of the ramifications. Right, a Yavam would not be able to acquire her. A Yavam would be if 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 the if the this boil died would be relevant. All of these things should be in Ashes Ish. Right? Just and 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 she would be metame just like one would be metame uh, clothing. And all of the ramifications. If she marries a coin, she could eat truma. If he and one of the other psulin is balea, she's puzzle. Which is to say the bia, the bia works, and if the bia works, the chupa, the chupa works, as we conclude over here. 
Whatever, because it would work with Bia, all of these implications, Chuppah would also work. But less than three years in a day, Chuppah would not work. We see from there that whatever is good for Bia is also good for Chuppah, which implies that Chuppah has the status of Bia. We will see tomorrow what is the status of Chuppah Psula with Amarabi Marchama, which is the last line on Zayin Amud Beis.